The founder of Methodism, John Wesley, first celebrated a covenant renewal service among Methodists in 1755. Wesley found the service rich and meaningful as expressed in his journal. It was, as usual, a time of remarkable blessing, October 1755. In London, these services were usually held on New Year's Day. Today, we share in this ritual of renewal. It is a chance to recommit our lives and our service to Jesus Christ. It is a time to remember that God is always with us and never breaks the covenant established with us. How will we turn our lives again or anew to the living God in the coming year? May you find deep spiritual wisdom and guidance in this service. And we thank Brian for being here to lead us this morning while Pastor Elaine recovers from the flu. We hope it will be a time of remarkable blessing for all of us. Happy New Year! Happy New Year. They like me today. <laughs> 
Amen. Please join me in our opening prayer. O God, searcher of all our hearts, you have formed us as a people and claimed us for your own. As we gather before you to enter anew into covenant with you, reveal any reluctance or falsehood within us. Let your spirit place your truth on our innermost being and receive us in mercy for the sake of Jesus Christ, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. Hopefully everyone has a bulletin because there are some pieces that you will need to read today. Now join me in our litany of thanksgiving. Oh God, our covenant friend, you have been gracious to us through all the years of our lives. We thank you for your loving care, which has filled our days and brought us to this time and place. You have given us life and set us in a world filled with your glory. You have comforted us with family and friends and ministered to us through the hands of our sisters and brothers. You have filled our hearts with a hunger for you and have given us your peace. You have redeemed us and called us to follow Christ Jesus. You have given us a place in the fellowship of your spirit and the witness of your church. You have been our light in darkness and a rock of strength in adversity and temptation. You have been our way through life's storms and the joy of our hearts. You remembered us when we forgot you. You followed us even when we tried to flee from you. You met us with forgiveness when we returned to you. For all your patience and overflowing grace. to keep I have, a God to glorify, a never-dying soul to save, and fit it for the sky, to serve the present age, my calling to fulfill, oh may it all my paths engage, betray, I shall forever 
today's scripture comes from 1 Peter 1, 13 through 16, and it reads, Therefore, prepare your minds for action. Discipline yourselves. Set all your hope on the grace that Jesus Christ will bring you when he is revealed. Like obedient children, do not be conformed to the desires that you formerly had in ignorance. Instead, as he who called you is holy, be holy yourselves in all your conduct, for it is written, you shall be holy, for I am holy. The word of God for the people of God. From time to time, we renew our covenant with God, especially when we reaffirm the baptismal covenant and gather at the Lord's table. Today, however, we meet as the generations before us have met to renew the covenant that binds us to God. Let us make this covenant of God our own. Commit yourselves to Christ as his servants. Give yourselves to him that you may belong to him. Christ has many services to be done. Some are easier and more honorable. Others are more difficult and disgraceful. Some are suitable to our inclinations and interests. Others are contrary to both. And some, we may please Christ and please ourselves. But then there are other works where we cannot please Christ except by denying ourselves. Let us consider what it means to be a servant of Christ. Let us therefore go to Christ and pray. Let me be your servant under your command. I will no longer be my own. I will give up myself to your will in all things. Be satisfied that Christ shall give you your place and work.
Christ will be savior of none but his servants. He is the source of all salvation to those who obey. Christ will have no servants except by consent. Christ will not accept anything except full consent to all that he requires. Christ will be all in all, or he will be nothing. To make this covenant a reality in your life, listens to these, listen to these admonitions. First, set apart some time, more than once, to be spent alone before the Lord in searching your hearts whether you have already freely given your life to Christ. Consider what your sins are. Consider the laws of Christ, how holy, strict, and spiritual they are, and whether you are willing to choose them all. Be sure you are clear in these matters. See that you do not lie to God. Second, claim God's covenant. Rely upon God's promise of giving grace and strength so you can keep your promise. Trust not your own strength and power. Third, resolve to be faithful. You have given to the Lord your hearts. You have opened your mouths to the Lord and you have dedicated yourself to God. With God's power, never go back. And last, be then prepared to renew your covenant with the Lord. Fall down on your knees. Lift your hands towards heaven. Open your hearts to the Lord as we pray.
God requires that you shall put away all your idols. Through Christ, God has offered to be your God again if you would let him. God has given the Lord Jesus Christ as the way of coming to God. The Almighty God searches and knows your heart. When I receive communion, I like to think of Jesus not as I turn to the past, not as I look back upon an event that happened 2,000 years ago. I like to think, and I believe this is the way Jesus would have me think, no, Jesus is out there before me. He is out there with the bread and the cup, offering it up to us, from ahead of us, just as he was leading his disciples on that night, he's out there this very moment, this new year, offering us 
to come to him, to know what it means to receive the bread and the cup that he told his disciples were his very body his, and, and his very blood, his very life being. On that night, he was having a celebration with his closest friends. And they understood that in that celebration, it was a part of the Jewish tradition. They, they had a series of cups that they took, and each one of those cups of wine had a meaning. And the, the cup that Jesus offered was the final cup, which was called the cup of the covenant. So they understood when he offered that cup to them, and they received it. It wasn't just receiving something from Jesus. It was committing themselves to the same life, the same style of life that he held. And so just as we make this covenant on this new year, we're invited also to continue to renew that covenant with Jesus, who is out in the future calling us to himself. On that night, he took a loaf of bread. He blessed the bread. He broke it. He turned to each of his friends. He said, this bread is my body. Eat this in remembrance of me as often as you do that. And then he took the cup, which was the cup of the covenant. He blessed it. And then he offered that same covenant to each of his friends. He said, this is my blood offered to you for the forgiveness of sins. As often as you drink it, drink it in remembrance of not only of me, but of the special covenant that we share together. God, we pray that you will pour your spirit out upon this bread, upon this cup. We pray that you will make them be for us the body and the blood of Jesus Christ, given that we might be one with you one with each other, and one in ministry to all the world, wherever you call us, out before you. We pray and, and we thank you that you do this in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Will you come and receive the bread? Will you come and receive the covenant cup?
receive the supper of the Lord. Jesus name Oh come let us adore him Oh come let us adore him Christ the Lord For he alone is worthy For he Oh, come let us adore. 
alone is worthy, for he alone is worthy. Covenant Sunday, um, I would like to remind us all to pray for those that are among us that are hurting, for those that are among us that need healing, for those that are among us that, that are struggling no matter what that may be, because we have declared and we know that our God is more than able. Amen. Amen. And so as we remember all of those to include Pastor Elaine, my prayer to you is this, my prayer for you is this, that the Lord bless you, that he keep you that his face shine upon you and that he forever give you peace in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Silent flocks by night. Behold, throughout the heavens there shone a holy light. Oh, tell it on the mountain, over the hills and everywhere. Oh, tell it on the mountain that Jesus Christ is born. The shepherds feared and trembled. When Joe above the earth Bring out the angel chorus That hailed the Savior's birth Oh, 
Oh 